Welcome to the Feats and Fables 5th Edition Dungeons and Dragons streaming game just for adventures like you. Like me! Like you! Like me! Like you! You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you get your quality podcasts just by searching for Feats and Fables. You want to watch us live and chat with us, please join us on Twitch from 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time on Monday nights. Our entire backlog, which is 42 shows now, I think, is on our YouTube channel. I'm Paige Lightman, your DM, and I'd like to welcome you to Aglaron, a peaceful pastoral land of half-elves. Our heroes of Aglaron are part of the Foresters, an elite unit of scouts and rangers charged with defending Aglaron's borders, particularly against undead from the evil fascist nation of Thay. The heroes have recovered a mythical artifact that has dragged them into the Feywild and into a conflict with the Shadow Shadowfell. Our heroes are trying to find a way to repair a tear between the two planes so they can take the mythical back to defend Aglarond. Previously on Feats and Fables, our heroes were headed to the, heading to the destroyed winter city of Cinderine just to try and go through the rift to the Shadowfell, but first they've stopped to chat with an ancient Eladrin tree. So let's feed our heroes. That is where you hit this button, Joe, yes. It's like he's out of practice or something. Yeah, who knows why. Yeah. We're How did it work? So we have Victor Toussaint, a human eldritch knight fighter played by Ron Frankie. Talking to a tree wizard is the most normal thing that's happened recently. <laughs> we have Wildfire, a Fire Genasi Evoker wizard, played by Joe Street. So, Paige, would you say this tree is made of wood? <laughs> <laughs> it is. I would like to inform everyone here this tree is indeed made of wood. If you want to throw down and start trying to set it on fire, just let me know. I can. I actually plan for that contingency. See, it's important because... You asked that, you got, a, you got a direct answer. If Ron had asked that, it would have been, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah. Starting off with the puns early, sir. We yet another asbestos tree. Yep. We also have Ross, a lizard folk Drake Warden barbarian, ranger barbarian, played by Coda of Codab Games. Hello, everyone. And we have Malagar, a drow twilight cleric, played by Dr. Andrew Wong. I can I can feel the Feywild changing me, and I like it. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, we have Belwyn, a dwarven paladin princess, played by Ben Heisen. Oh, wait, that's me. Wait, are we playing D&D again? <laughs> I thought we'd stop doing that on this channel. Wait. <laughs> Tough crowd, tough crowd. But everybody's here, everybody's healthy, everybody's job is behaving. So, woohoo! Let's not jinx it. <laughs> you know, right? All right. So, where were we? Last we left our heroes. Uh, la 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 la. Bum, bum, bum. Like, the heroes page. They were dancing to Brother Founder 7. What? What? Right. Let me get our dance music up. 
Uh, Sorry, you're too early, things. Mike. You're too early, Mike. You're gonna run into energy. You're gonna run out. There you go. Woohoo! Joe, the energy of a Are barbarian you, never runs out. Can you not hear the music? <laughs> I, I'm not hearing the music. I can hear oh, it. Oh, there we go. It finally showed up. Hooray! Hey, music! Yay, Brother Flounder! Actually, y'all don't know, but Brother Flounder and I discussed this campaign sometimes, and they come up with beautiful ideas. So I oh, must God. give them a huge thank you for all the creativity that you have sparkled with. Uh, in my direction. So what you're saying is we now know who to blame, right? No, no. I mean, yep. Yep. we have to blame seven months of subscription on terrible ideas given to Paige. Uh, it Actually, like, their ideas are more kind to you than mine are. <laughs> of course they are. Of course they Not are. That, that's a real high bar, but... Uh, stands to reason. Stands to reason. Yes. Perhaps I could take this time to to say that for anyone who is interested on our Discord channel, which is found below us, um, there is a, a a text channel that's just titled "Evil Ideas for Page." <laughs> so far, it is conspicuously empty. You are oh. also absolutely free to send me your evil ideas as a DM on Twitch. On Twitch, DM on Twitter, that other thing. You know, that place. That place. You know, a place that does the, the DMs. The, the DMs. Pop DM into her the DMs, DM. everybody. Yeah, the DM of the DMs is in, yeah. Anyhow, uh, so you have been talking to Yarrow, a massive Triant, who is also an Eladrin, because the Eladrin are, uh, they, they do not tolerate being bossed into one form or another very well, so they tend to you know okay. uh, but he it's this kind of huge Aladrin treant and uh, Yarrow had been having a conversation with Wildfire about the particulars of the spell needed to um, seal the rift between the Feywild and the Shadowfell that is allowing Shadowfell forces to come through and raid uh, particularly aided by mortal wizards. Mortal wizards, who our heroes have found out, have shaved heads and wear red robes. Weird. Which doesn't mean that they're, they could only be the red wizards of Bay, but it's how the smart money would that. Sounds like a coincidence to me. Yes, completely coincidental. Quinky dink, uh, what? Yes. So... Uh, right uh, as we had left off last, last time, uh, Yarrow said, uh, there's one thing I must tell you before you head into the Shadowfell. I feel like on the bingo board, we need to have Paige <laughs> uses the character voice that is incredibly slow to torture us, because like this is a recurring thing that we've got going on in this basically any game with Paige. Of course, it works. It does work. What, what is it? <laughs> Did if, he fall asleep? If you go into the Shadowfell unprotected as mortals, it will surely change you. 
I can offer you a measure of protection if you want. Unfortunately, those changes would also be pertinent. The creature shifts its uh, orangey-yellow eyes towards Victor and says, You've already been changed enough. <laughs> yeah, I that mean, sounds about right. I feel like I need to have a drink because Ron was like, I'm sure I won't get changed more earlier on the pre-show. We're just like, mm, will you? I but, get a notebook uh, and annotate bone density versus versus rock plus more bone. And I put my notebook <laughs> away. <laughs> so like, what kind of what kind of changes are we talking about with this protection you're talking about? Every living thing has some sort of faint connection to the Feywild. If I change you to emphasize those traits, then that will offer you a small measure of protection from the negative energy of the Shadowfell. But don't all living things also have a small connection to the Shadowfell as well? Mm, not in a physical sense, but only in the sense of their fate. For all mortal things are destined to die. Hmm. So you spend the living part of your existence connected to the Feywild, however faintly, and the dead part of your existence connected to the Shadowfell, however faintly. Does it change your calculations if we've already died once? The tree tilts its head to the side and thinks for a few minutes. And I do actually mean a few minutes. Like, you've got time for a bathroom break, but not quite like a short rest. Did I break him? It doesn't change the calculations, but if you have died before, you must be very careful in the shadow belt. What if I've recently drank a not insignificant amount of Shadowfell blood? Shadowfell, is that it? Am I getting my, my evil fae it, 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 references? Was, it was evil fae, not, okay. not Shadowfell. Okay. I was about to say, what if I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night? Like, <laughs> how, how does that have to fucking do with anything? But then you, you pulled it out. Wait, how much did you drink? I don't know. The last 48 hours are mostly a blur. So, well, I mean, you and me both, but that's largely because we didn't play for like three weeks. I don't remember what happened yesterday in game, so... Hey, get off of my excuse, Ben! <laughs> <laughs> so what would increasing our connection to the Feywild do? Would it interrupt our long 
term journey of our souls? No. It might affect the living part of your existence some. Wait, some like what? The treant makes a giant leafy, well, branchy shrug because it's a winter time. <laughs> some. It's hard for me to quantify it in mortal terms. You'll probably turn green. Not so bad. Purple? How about purple? I was about to say, as long as it doesn't turn purple, I should be fine. <laughs> Being only one purple person. is a fate worse than death. <laughs> it's only happened to one character in all of our all of our games. Man, that character yeah. has never been heard from again. And yeah. yet we all fear it still to this day. Mm. Look, look, guys. Everybody makes critical failure sometimes, Ron. <laughs> I'm sorry. How was I supposed to know that that tincture had permanent skin effects? I should have just thrown you off the boat. I mean, it was it was full of potassium permanganate. You knew it was going to turn something purple. None of my characters was... in or out of real life know what potassium permanganate is. <laughs> I was mostly hopeful it would turn the insides purple. We like, should probably clue in our, our listening audience as to this particular reference. Yeah, don't drink any potassium meganate that, that any of my characters ever give you. Done. Ever. Ever. Amazing. Not a good plan. I In, in Deadlands, I created a snake oil salesman, mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes his potions worked. Sometimes they turned you purple. Those are both true things. <laughs> Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Back up. How is the first one a true thing? I was going to say, I don't know that we ever saw them actually work. We... Other than... <laughs> other than to work to turn people purple, which is not actually what we wanted to begin with. I feel like he had to have, at some point, done something noteworthy. Perhaps not. So, luckily, I am already changed... Are the rest of you going to undergo it? I mean, what's the worst case if you get a little shadow infected? You'll just start wearing heavy eye makeup and uh, piercings, right? You That's know, so uh, really, I, I had these clove cigarettes once, so they really weren't, weren't too bad. <laughs> hmm. I will take the protection you offer. The Eladrin nods solemnly. Anyone else? I will as well. I detest eyeshadow. <laughs> that seems so odd. I think Ma I always thought Maligar would dig it. No, 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 no. The goth look strictly not for me. Like, wait, like like Draugas put like silvery eyeliner yeah, on. They wouldn't use eyeshadow. They'd use eye uh, brightener, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> it's still called eyeshadow, even if it's a bright color. I can't afford to risk my look become darker. <laughs> it would just throw off my whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to change my wardrobe. You have to buy whole new sets of leathers. Like, yes. do you have any idea <laughs> yes. how much he's invested? Any most, idea? Yes. Most of the people he that made have long since passed away. So It's very true. They're boutique. I mean, uh... Are they both boutique and ancestral at this point? Because you <laughs> have them so long? <laughs> That's just that's just how my wardrobe rolls. In fact, that's why I'm adventuring. 
because I'm slowly trying to replace pieces in my wardrobe and it's costing me a fortune. I thought you were adventuring. Okay. It's a wide variety of reasons. So that's two takers. Woo! Thank you, Dragon Slayer. How about the princess Woo! and the queen? Uh, as the princess. <laughs> nice Wait. one, Coda. Well, I mean, he, uh, Ross and Belwin are now engaged. Because remember, you gave Ross that no, knee. No, That got on a knee no, and gave Ross that ring. No, no. So I, uh, if you're a princess and he's married to you, that makes him a princess too, right? No. That's how royalty works. That's not That's not how any of this works. I got, I got all this. All this stands to reason. If Wildfire is accepting the blessing, the protection, then I suppose it is safe. The triant looks at Belmont. Ugh, alright, fine, sure, let's do it. Alright, so, uh, coiling out from the ground around your feet... Our, um, our, our roots and uh, little tiny bright yellowy green leaves pop out of them and they start kind of coiling around everybody but Victor. I'm, I'm sorry, Paige. I just instinctually start rolling up my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still get room right here. Yeah. Maybe up here. Fair enough. Uh... Right, Malagard did officiate the marriage. Yes, um, by the power invested in me. So by the I, Acme, uh, by the Acme Clerical Corporation of Aglaron. <laughs> it's okay, Ben. A couple seasons from now, we're going to find out that his his uh, uh, cleric uh, license lapsed for like that brief period, and so everything he did within that period is null and void. <laughs> And you won't be no, married no. anymore. Then that's going to be some drama. Mm-hmm. Awkward. Wait, that, that that season of this pod or of this show is just going to write itself. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I... I'm very careful about my licensing, but uh, we can talk annulments later. Uh, it, it's funny because someone who is a regular watcher of the show said it seems like a lot of one that they're running into is the consequences of their own actions, and I'm like. Wait, what? Never once. Never once. That's not how D&D works. Alright, so uh, what happens is the roots start coiling around you like a, almost like a living basket of roots. And uh, you see... Oh, he's Groot. Yes, and you see uh, small white flowers with yellow centers start to bloom on the inside. And then there's a brilliant flash of yellow-orange light and a titanic roar, and Belwin's basket just splits apart like it's been blown apart by a grenade, and a faintly glowing uh, yellowish-orange radiant lion is sitting there, and uh, she takes one look, Lioness, takes one look at the Triant and says, No. One look at the treant and says... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Do the rest of us actually see that, or are we all encased in roots as well? Y'all are encased in roots. Does, um... Victor sees it. And, of course, uh, for Bellwin does. The lioness, uh, continues... 
She is mine. I will protect her. Well, all right, then. I draw my sword and look in all different directions. I mean, all all you see is this faintly glowing yellow orangish lioness. What mm. what's happening? You can... what the what what the hell's was that? What? No. First of all, not hells. We're in the wrong part for that. Uh, and second of all, uh, you know, paladin shite. It's all good. Go on. I'm don't sure it's fine. It. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it won't affect anyone ever again. You'll just continue to go about your business with getting, you know, your uh, your tree animals. Is this, oh, so, is this someone I is this someone I recognize? I don't know. Make me a. Do I recognize that slightly going, glowing lioness thing? Is this more sure arcana or religion? So, Joe, you recognize this as clearly an exarch of Novaya. In fact, it's probably not physically present in the Feywild. Uh, it's probably merely just an intention of the goddess made something like solid. Wow, Malagar pulls it out too. <laughs> that 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 green nineteen with the minus one. <laughs> I mean, that's bless his heart. Glorious, beautiful. Uh, so how how is uh, how is Bellwin reacting to all of this? I mean, um, I'm Bellwin's cool. Okay. I mean, like Bellwin's actually a paladin, so yeah, it's just like, oh, all right, cool. We're doing this now. I didn't really want you to begin with, so this is awesome. <laughs> uh, with a side order of can I pet the kitty? Uh, there's only one way to find out. How brave are you? Uh, I my heart is full of bravery. I reach out my hand and attempt to pet the kitty. All right. When you do so, there is a divine nope, What? We've missed the last sentence there. We got the purring part. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, like the ground shakes as the giant cat angel intention uh, hers and it she nudges her hand into into yours a little more and you can feel a uh, a pulse of warmth and power uh, roll through you and Victor what you see is actual lines of golden red energy curling through uh, the contours of Elwyn's face and gear and body and it kind of sort of wraps around her pick uh, and the head of the war pick uh, now looks like a lion. Oh, that looks pretty cool. Yes. Uh, the giant cat touches uh, her nose to Belwyn's cheek and says, Be careful, my child. You're a warrior and you protect your pack. What pride, you mean? There's a dog here, so it's technically a pack, but whatever. <laughs> oh, right. I was like, wait a minute, which one of us is playing the dog furry? And then I was like, wait a minute, we have an NPC. Yes. Yeah, the dog is looking real quiet and respectful right now. That is no. not the cat to chase. 
Uh, with that, the cat, uh, giant cat, Lioness, stands up, turns around twice, and strolls off into the fe- Feywild with her tail curled in kind of a question mark. Fuck. <laughs> that was awesome. All right. What, what's uh, happening out there? Is everything okay? Everything's oh, great. So, while that is going on, uh, y'all find that roots start growing up against your skin and kind of, like, mashing you into funny... And then they start actually growing through your skin, which feels like it might be something that should hurt, but it actually doesn't hurt at all. This Uh, is fine. This is all fine. Yes. I saw this evil dead. This is one of the more unusual facials I've had. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, Malagar, you feel uh, the roots growing in and through your eyes. Uh, no! Oh, that's strange. <laughs> it's strange, but it's not painful. It is no! Painful. Ross, you feel them growing I in focus and them into my arm! Nope, in and through your skull. That's uh, <laughs> not even an orifice! Like, no! Bonus hole. The thing is, the vines aren't exactly like solid matter, so they can exist in the same space as your current matter. Like your your skull. To be fair, all of our skulls are mostly empty space anyway. Right. Mm. Eladrin can capitalize mm. on that. Down at the down at the electron mm. level, mm. everything's fine. Don't mm. worry about it. Okay, who gets the sounding? Uh all magic is just sabotage. No, it's fine. Uh, and Wildfire, you feel uh, the vines growing like in, not growing, but moving through your chest and down into your arms. Sure. Um, and then after a moment, the feeling fades. The branches around you uh, rapidly senesce, the flowers wilt, the leaves turn dark green, then yellow, then orange, then red, then brown, and crumble away, and the the baskets around you crumble. That was by far the most disturbing thing I have experienced as part of this troop. Fourth worst for me. <laughs> As a DM, I want to know what the other three are. <laughs> you have to wonder. Third, third, maybe. No, no, Pidge. Joe is setting a bar. Now you have to go over. <laughs> I think so. But but only to Joe's character. Do not. That no, was there's never never splash damage. Yeah, I'm never, okay never if once. you go under it. Yeah, no, never splash damage. Sure. So one thing we did need to do is uh, this ritual is uncompleted and I was hoping to get some assistance from you to help me complete the ritual. Yes. I believe I can. Your short-lived, quick-thinking mortal magic actually lends some elements to it that Aladrin are unlikely to utilize. I fear we must study a bit. Don't don't uh, threaten me with a good time. All right. <laughs> uh, so, 
So roots, once again, start coiling up around you. Sure. Uh, and uh, as they grow around you, you are moved into a communion with the Triant Eladrin's mind, in which you can have a very rapid conversation about some very deep magical stuff. Sure. Sounds great. Uh, the rest of you see Wildfire's figure enveloped in kind of a living uh, reed basket. And, uh, and what do you do? I'll eat an apple. <laughs> sure. Delicious. Uh, Feely comes over to kind of sniff at, um, at Belwyn. Uh, and you can tell that the dog is now making, like, fear attitude. Like, her ears are back, and she kind of is coming in, like, in that ready-to-startle mode. I mean... Uh, yeah. oh, God. No, good. Are you? Nope. Good. I insist. I just was to say, you want to have a, a, a who's first off? We can roll initiative for it. Uh, but anyways, Bellin will... Be somewhat amused by this. Is still going to be the same bright and cheerful, uh, semi not quite Disney princess, but it's going to be still super kind to Philly and you know have treats all at us. So it takes a few moments for you to win Philly back over. She had been like permanently attached to your knee by the time you got to camp, given the amount of treats. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's definitely something about you now that it has kind of spooked her. Well. The good news is I still have plenty of treats. You do. Uh, when I see that fi uh, wildfire has been absorbed, I don't know. That's, that's yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of throw my my hands up and go to the. Are we in a tree? Nope. The at tree a is tree. At a tree. Okay, so I'm just going to start making rounds and patrolling and just be on the lookout for any sort of danger, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and summon up Goose. Okay. Uh, so when Goose gets there, you automatically realize that there's something a little different about her. Hmm. She is, just is she changes her wardrobe. A fey dragon? Because mm -hmm. I've seen her as fey dragon. Sure. Nope, she's got six eyes. Two down below, and then kind of four across this way. Ooh. Is everything okay, Goose? I haven't seen this before. She, uh, you know, wiggles her hind end and puts her paws up on you and tries to lick you. I mean, can, like, is her tongue normal? Or is it also going to come out as some sort of, you know, body horror mm. abomination? <laughs> Since we're do we're apparently doing that tonight, I think you answered Wait, your own question. What is this tonight? Like, <laughs> where have you been for all of this game? Uh, no, it's a normal draconic tongue. Okay, she just has six eyes. Mm -hmm. hmm. That's weird. And actually, as you get close and look, you can see another set of bumps, kind of beside her normal eyes. Looks like there might be another pair coming in. I will have to remember to ask Wildfire if you are perhaps descendant from the dragon spider spider dragons. She uh, waggles her hind in some more 
and then plays games with turning into from her normal shape to a fairy dragon, from her normal shape to a fairy dragon. Now, She's trying to get like moth wings versus butterfly wings versus dragonfly wings. When you say normal, is like eight eyes the new normal here? Well, it's like six and two halves, but yes. Sure. So seven eyes is that the new normal here? Yeah. Okay. Six and two halves. Like what? She's got another couple bumps coming in, but they're not really eyes yet. Is she bigger? Like I, I do a, a full once over on on like veterinary once over on. Sure. She goose. she looks like she's put on some muscle mass in her uh, in her chest and shoulders, and she's a full hand span longer than she used to be. Wow. Mm. Yeah, some also, of that changes with her uh, appearance changes, but... I also don't like the looks of these bumps on your back. As I will point to two, like, large and normal lumps right where her, like, scalpula would be. Sure. Yeah, she turns around and uh, gets her face in there and, like, does... She's much more um, prehensile than a dog because she's built on a serpentine frame. But uh, she gets her head around and nibbles at them to, like, flea bite and scratch them. They must be itchy, whatever they are. Mm. I will have to keep an eye on these. Just one. Let's go, then. (laughs) It's time to get the cone of shame. Well, luckily, I've got this lovely handmade cone of shame for all of your ranger needs. This one was made out of some sort of goblin flesh, I think, so, you know. Wait, is this a repurposed loincloth? Yes. No. Everything is a repurposed loincloth. No. Why is it not? No. Why is it semi-rigid? It's the new product on my Etsy store, y'all, okay? Now that that, that, uh, Goose has her cone of shame on, we go about our patrol. Okay. She, uh, she does not like the cone of shame. I mean, what dog does? Uh, uh, Feely also goes with you as you um, uh, search around, and uh, she apparently enjoys Goose's company tremendously. So they are spend a lot of time crashing through the brush. <laughs> That's fair. I'll I'll uh, I'll allow it as long as they, uh, especially Goose, like Feely. I don't care if she listens to my commands or not but she will get treat rewards just like goose does okay yeah they stay relatively close and if you're spoiling philly i'm coming along sure enough excellent easy to do all right um victor what are you and malagar doing i suppose we're probably pretty safe in the environs of yarrow um, so I think I might just uh, do some sword forms and try and get more in tune with uh, the changes that have been wrought in the blade sure. and in myself uh, try and switch it between its primary and secondary forms yeah you know about half the time it takes a move action and about half the time it takes a standard action but you're you're getting faster all the time Malaga is going to go and tap on this sort of basket and go, oh, this is a very nice in-basketing. I mean, it seems to be pretty thorough. Yes, people, this is this is some of the finest work I've seen. I'll have to ask him more about that later. But I am also really curious what has happened 
well, I guess to myself, since Victor didn't have to be touched here. Um, so Malagar is going to spend the moment and try and self-diagnose whatever the hell that was that just happened with the penetrating vines. Okay. Um, it, uh... So it takes a moment, and it's not until you get out a mirror. Uh, yes. And when you do, you notice that your eyes have changed color. They are now an actually rather fetching shade of, uh, like, tanzanite purple. So it's kind of a bluish, on the bluish Ooh. end of purple. That is a good look. And it's, uh, they kind of shade from a more bluish couple color to a more purplish color, like the, uh, like the eyes of the Eladrin. Um, of course. And despite the fact that the sun is, it's still above the horizon, though you're tending towards sunset, you feel no discomfort from the sun at all. Huh. Well, maybe I didn't need this eye patch after all. Hmm. Maybe we should test your dark vision really quick, see if it still goes super far. Right? Malagar will actually try it with and without the eye patch a few times just to see. It doesn't if seem it... to make a difference. Huh. This ages ago. <laughs> is there anything else I can tell about what this effect is? Um, so you seem to be... Like, I always got the impression Malagar is a bit on the short side. Mm. I don't know. I, I thought it was average, but whatever. Sure, I mean, he's Malagar. no <laughs> Malagar is, is tall. tall. <laughs> uh... So he is definitely like taller and leaner and uh, has uh, more accentuated features. Like his eyes have a, a larger tilt to them. His ears are longer and pointier. You look like a little, you look a little more Eladrid-esque. Yeah. That, I'll have to get these pants retailored as well. They're a little short, a little short, a little comfortable in the crotch. Uh, right. So, y'all are just hanging out for a while. After... Unless there's screaming coming from the basket. Nope. Nope. Oh, wait, wait. I lean over and I put the lotion in the basket. Stop. <laughs> if uh, Belwyn hasn't noticed by the time she and the Kushi get back from patrol, I'll mention... Uh, while you are commuting with your protective spirit, uh, they made changes to your your arsenal. Well, did they? Did they make changes to my arsenal? <laughs> what changes did you make, Yugen? What changes? It might just be ornamental, but your, uh, your war pit got modified. I hope it wasn't like a ancient dwarven treasure or something. Oh, no, no. My, uh, my mom really... Uh, is really just full, completely like sodden with disappointment that I'm not following uh, Baronar or Moradin or a, you know, honest to honest dwarven pantheon god. So, uh, no, I had to have this specially made. <laughs> All right, well, then you probably won't mind that it now looks like a kitty cat. <laughs> I turn it around and I look at its big white face and its pink whiskers, and I'm like, oh, this one looks great. <laughs> It looks like a fear, ferocious, roaring lioness. Oh, all right. So it's good. Well, that's great. Uh, I mean, a, a pet it. Does it, does it do anything different? 
Um, so when you pet it, uh, <laughs> fire leaps across the, the, um, pick itself, uh, but it doesn't hurt you. Oh, well, that's neat. <laughs> Kurgosh, my friend, you get a point of inspiration. At your next D&D game, you tell them, Paige said, you get a point of inspiration. Kurgosh wondered, does your god have an evil twin called Yes Banyan? Yes, but <laughs> Yes Banyan has an evil uh, goatee, so that's yeah. how you know. <laughs> Mirror universe. Yep. Well, that's neat. I, you know, I, I go for and I go off and say a little prayer and then come back and hang out because mm-hmm. you know. I, I, are there any branches around? I mean, it's a forest. Great. In the winter time, there's all kinds of branches. Oh, great! We're gonna we're gonna make sure that Philly is a branch manager by the time we're done. <laughs> uh, uh, all kinds of fetch. Okay, you may have a point of inspiration for the puns and your consistent Disney princessing. Stop trying to make fetch a thing. <laughs> fetch is definitely a thing when we have dog-like critters. In the, in I the- mean, he, you you can try to play fetch with uh, Goose, but anytime she she gets the stick, it like catches on fire or mm. dissolves in acid. Or it's like a pop, a, a icicle when she brings it back. Yeah, yeah, that's why we don't play fetch with Goose nearly as much. You just throw a ball for her to consume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point. Just throw pine cones. <laughs> she does love pine cones. She rips off all the spiky bits. Mm-hmm. Like an artichoke, huh? Mm-hmm. So after uh, a while... Um, uh, the basket around uh, Wildfire shreds, and uh, Joe Wild- Wildfire and um, Yaro have come to various magical conclusions that are highly technical. Excellent about how they could definitely seal it. Uh, however, once it's sealed, that that spot will be weak uh, and will have to be guarded pretty thoroughly for a while afterwards to make sure it heals. Sure, but time is meaningless to Ladrin, so who cares? Mm-hmm. Exactly so. Um, one thing I was concerned about is, like, who's gonna cast it on this side? Uh, Yaro will definitely okay. be doing that. Excellent. Okay, cool. I do not believe that Nobanyan is supposed to be Aslan. Um, while I deeply enjoy that character, it becomes kind of paternalistic as well. Uh, so Nobanyan is very definitely a lioness and uh, a goddess of, um, what was it, protection and royalty? Uh, yes, protection, royalty, ferocity, nobility, yada yada. Yeah. So definitely taking different paths than, than uh, Aslan. Uh, right. Yes. So Yaro was going to cast the spells on this side. Cool. Is there any way we could leave Wildfire here and take Yaro with us? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, this was Joe's big lead-up to his character swap. <laughs> Nailed it! Amazing. Why would we want to bring a tree? I feel like that would slow us down, Commander. Uh, that Captain. is an excellent point. Whatever excellent your ranking point. is. Sadly, much like the rest of the Feywild creatures, he cannot easily travel into the Shadowfell. I uh, thought that's why he was wearing a tree like a spacesuit. So he'd be safe inside the tree. Nah, he kind of is the tree. Oh, he went full. You should never go full. Mm. <laughs> never go full what? I don't know. There's no words you can there, say. I mean, it's something. Certainly something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not in trouble, so... Tree. He went full tree. Full tree. Never go full tree. Wear it like a spacesuit. All right, well, this is, these are all good things. Um, yes, I, I think we have a, a workable plan. We just now need to figure out how we're going to get around that ghost. Well, I'm going to get around it by staying within 10 feet of Bellwin. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I mean, ghost. One more time, Ben. I said ghost. Ah. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna. Now that you've mentioned the ghost, I'm gonna turn to uh, the the Eladrin and say, "You wouldn't happen to know anything about the ghosts that protect the tear? What they're weak to?" What they seek. The ghost of Rastiel has no particular weakness. He's angry that his city was destroyed, even though he voluntarily chose to be destroyed with it and serve as its guardian. He will be highly motivated to repair the tear. However, the ghost that he is uh, is no longer truly Rastiel. It's just a impression of his psyche. Mm. His life was used to empower the spells that hold Sindrian out of time. Mm. It seems like Hitting something like that really hard would not be very effective. It will not hurt him for long. It will cause him to uh, become so powerless that he must uh, regrow his powers. It will suffice for a short time. Time. It'll discorporate him. It'll be fine. Yes. You should be careful, though. There are Ballymogs about there as well. There's a what? Ballymogs. Can they still hurt us? (laughs) Easy for you to say. I mean, Paige, do do we we know what a Ballymog is? I mean, you can make me a do I know what a Ballymog is with a nature check. Can I just simply ask what the fuck's a Balwog? Belwin has excellent instincts. Uh, Ross, they are a type of uh, cold weather fae hmm. that superficially look like bears or dogs or elk, 
uh, but that are actually uh, avatars of cold weather, and they have a bunch of different cold-based powers. Usually, breath weapons. Our spirits of cold, my most hated of foes. <laughs> I take out my ranger card and check favor to enemy, and it just page. It says right here, all things cold. Mm. Sure, it's written in crown, but it counts. In kind of a lizard man, uh, it was written originally in uh, lizard folk writing, and then <laughs> scraped off, and then written, rewritten in common. But he still really believes it, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. All you gotta just believe in it enough. That is how the Feywild works. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Uh, the Triant nods. Yes, the Ballymogs are creatures of winter. They're quite fierce. Cluricons as well, also winter spirits. They're pretty angry. Wait, is there anything we can do about them in particular? You will have to drive them away by force, I fear. Mm. Is there any part of that force that's particularly good at driving them away? Like Fire magic. They won't like that at all. Well, it's a good thing we've got... And then I look over at Wildfire and remember that he's all... I got that in spades! (laughs) I got all the stuff right here, man. I mean, many druids have powerful fire magic, so... (laughs) It's possible that... uh, Ron has been just vicious ever since Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Like vicious. I don't know what they're putting in his in his tea these days, but it's amazing. It's amazing. Get me some. <laughs> All right. So, I thank you kindly for your knowledge and your assistance, and I hope that we can heal this tear. I hope that we can too. It's going to be difficult. So we're going to go through the city, find the tear, and then we just kind of walk through it? I hold up. I pull, I reach into my bag, my sock, and pull out a giant knife. Is the knife for both ways or just for one way? For both ways. Oh, right, because they've got it sealed now. Okay. Yes, that will... Rowan's knife, actually Rastiel's knife, will be able to cut through the spells that hold the city out of time, at least for a short moment. Look at it. That sounds fantastic. And it'll be kind of self-evident where to do that? Um, Wildfire believes so. Okay. Well, hopefully the ghost won't target Wildfire. Self-evident, highly complicated mathematical formulas to pinpoint the place. They're the same. Yeah. Ley lines are involved. Also calculus. Like, it's a wizard thing. I'm sure. And then the application of, strategic application of fire once we get there. Yes. (laughs) Go on. Oh, man. It's so good. We're bringing a fire mage with all of his fire that is definitely working and has absolutely no flaws. I got so (laughs) much fire, guys. It's great. Listen, we have a we have a clear super weapon. What could go wrong in this place where the rules are turned upside down? Right. Well, that... uh. Also, none of us are 
not at all uh, spiritually made of wood now or anything. <laughs> not even a little bit. Not even a little no. bit. I mean, I'm physically made of wood now. Does that count? No. Oh, okay, so, good. Coda, Ross doesn't notice any particular changes. No, God, but no. But got kind of a headache. Uh, and it's real weird. It's like right here. Uh-oh. And uh, when you reach up and pet that, I can only assume it's my head. new tree tattoos. No, there's like lumps under the the skin about the size mm. of a golf ball. Mm. Oh, that's all. Maybe you're probably fine. Now, mm. <laughs> sweet tooth. Yes, Alagar will unprotch it, reach up and and sort of. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rub Ross's forehead. Oh, that is interesting. What are you doing? It's, it's, there's one here and one here. Are they symmetrical? Yep. You've got, you've got nubs, Ross. <laughs> That's personal. Malagar, mm. I don't think you should talk about another man's nubs. What? I often do, actually. I was about to say, I don't think ever not talked about another man's nubs. <laughs> He's only ever talking about another man's dubs. Uh, like, so I'm going to reach up and feel them. Like, I mean, are they under the skin? Like, yeah. under scales. the scales? Under the scales, definitely attached to the skull. Can Can you do anything about the Malaga? The Malaga will, will kind of move to a more full scale skull massage to sort of uh, map them out. I'll kind of lean down a little bit to give you better access to the top of my head. Uh, Malagar, you feel like throwing me another nature check? Sure, that's... Maybe I can tell what type of... Surely you can pull uh, another 20 out of there. Yeah, what could go wrong? Listen. (laughs) I mean, our die rolls so far are 25 and 2 I'm not arguing, like... (laughs) 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 So what does uh, the hard this science? This is exciting. What does you... the hard science of phrenology tell Malagar <laughs> about, uh, about our friend Ross? Andrew, I'll let you just go ahead and make it up. <laughs> I mean, it, if we That's... need if we need like five minutes, this might be close enough for you to think of something. Ross, That's worse. You get how that's worse, right? <laughs> Ross, now you're one. Uh, I would say definitively that you're now one part Eastern Walnut. Mm. Um, you should be careful of funguses. Uh, I think that will actually be your greatest foe going uh, into this whole mess and really anywhere where. So uh, I, I've, I'm going to sketch out a, a handy guide towards uh, different lights and other things that you should definitely avoid uh, resting near. So I heard what you said. But in my mind, and as you were giving me this deep, deep tissue, yes. like scalp yes. massage, yes. Ross gets really excited and says, Mira. What? Oh, no, no, no. Remember, she's passed, unfortunately. She's not mm. like growing inside of you or anything. That seems like something Mira would want to do, though. What's that? Categorize, catalog and categorize. The gross of trees and fungi. For a second, you sounded very similar to her. Funny about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
Well, this may be your wooden brain playing tricks on you at this point, but I I will take this as a compliment, as an honor that uh, that I have said something that reminds you of her, given how uh, much you've held her in his esteem. I will cherish her blessing always. Nope, it's too late. Too late, wildfire. Too late. <laughs> Let me tell you what about is it? my new family. Wildfire, is your, is your, are you is suffering reincarnation? <laughs> Let me tell you about my new my newfound religion, reincarnation. Hi. The elves told the Eladrin told me all about it. It's totally legit. Wildfire, are you suffering facial fixation from the wood growing inside your skull? Uh, nope, I'm just letting it go. I'm gonna let it go. Ross can believe in all of his crazy BS. It'll be fine. Uh, I mean, really, it makes about as much sense as any religion. They're all kind of hogwash anyways. <laughs> you are aware you're very clear, right? What? What? Certified. I should and know. <laughs> I sent off for a mail order package for less than 50 gold pieces to become a fully licensed cleric. And it took a two whole weeks to get there? <laughs> two weeks! If that is not enough to make you not believe in God, what is yes. Two yes. weeks! Not to mention I mean... the night classes, Victor. The night classes. While you were conveniently in Vine, I did just witness the... Per the uh... <laughs> The messenger of, I believe, Belwin's god, or at least patron s person, like literally manifested in front of me and got pets. So yeah, it was pretty awesome, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure there's gods, and which dovetails oddly though with their whole, uh, you know, theology. I would say. Wait, which whole? What? I'm just saying, you know, what? you gave your your goddess pets. Isn't that strange? I mean, why are you, why are you grinding your fingers together a bit like scissoring? <laughs> I don't judge. Victor. Well, I do judge, but only in good ways, really. No, it wasn't it wasn't the goddess, it was a, a messenger person. Right, right. I'm saying Malagar had been Pintalar Prime. It should have taken two days to get there. Two days! <laughs> Victor, as fascinating as this conversation has become, yes. don't you think we should be having it while we're on the move? Well, time has no meaning in the Feywild, my friend. But I believe we had gotten everything we needed and we're heading off to the cursed city of coldness, dragging Ross, kicking and screaming. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, it, Ross had literally not even considered the fact that they're heading into a center the uh, a city themed around winter until those spirits came up. So, yay! Winter Wonderland, like, just have, for you. Have you looked at what I've been showing on Roll Twenty? Mm -mm. No. Why would no. he do that? He doesn't do that. We don't do that here. Spoilers, no. Paige. Spoilers. Paige, I haven't needed to roll dice in like three sessions. It's great. You just rolled dice earlier tonight. <laughs> so we try and walk towards the city. Is the Kushi still guiding us or yeah. excellent? So uh, Feely, the Kushi, guides you. And as you walk, the sun sets. And a flickering aurora springs to life uh, overhead. Um, Ross, it's still pretty dim light in 
times where the aurora flickers out and before it flickers on again, it's real damn dark out there. This is literally the worst place I have ever been. It's beautiful. And I've died. <laughs> you, were yeah, only, you got better. You were only partially dead. Well, better. no, you were really dead, but uh, regardless, you notice you don't have any problems seeing in the dark. Oh, great. I never had problems seeing the dark. I was about to say, what problems? Is anyone else? Like, I'm, I'm doing that thing where I, like, wave my hand in front of my eyes. Yeah, it must not be that dark out here. <clears throat> the Aurora must be providing more light than I thought something like that would. No, it's your extra sensory perception based off of your, uh, your whole nubbins. That makes a lot of sense. So you mean to say that I'm seeing through these things and I'll, I'll put a claw back up on them. I still feel weird. Yeah, now they're getting a little um, pointier. Oh god, they're almost. changing? Yeah, they're getting a little pointier almost. Guys, I'm going to be full demon by the end of this, apparently. I yeah, mean, they, um... Probably. It's kind of like demons to... are the only thing with horns. Right, and they're kind of starting to hurt your scales a bit where they're pokey. Just be glad that you haven't, you know, started growing the goat legs to go along with your horns. <laughs> Sylvia would have been proud if you had. would been like, oh, that's a cool trick. Do you want me to cut your horns out, or do you just want to let them emerge naturally? I'm fine either way, I'm just asking. Oh, wait, are we going to just butt him? <laughs> it's his call, not mine. I don't I think we should postpone surgery until after our quest. So for those of you who are not into goat husbandry, disbudding is the process by which they remove the horns of young goats so that they don't grow up with horns because horns end up hurting other goats. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've I feel like that is simultaneously awful and not awful. No, it's awful. It's flat out awful, but it's okay. the best thing for the herd. Well, I the mean, best thing for the herd is dancing. Because a Maxim just learned go facts! He knows what he likes. Go facts! Uh, go facts. Go uh, facts! I'm gonna need some music to dance to, Paige. Want the horns for the goat uh, facts. Joe, what part of goat facts don't you understand? Oh, fine, goat facts! Paige, hey, I need some music. All right. I don't have enough hair to make this work. Nope, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maxim, thank you for the eight-month subscription. Guys, it's been eight months. Has it been eight months? God, really? Thank you for the dance. I enjoyed it. Thank you for the dance. Eight months of dancing. (laughs) Mike never stops dancing, ultimately. It's true. It's true. All right. So, Paige, do I see any signs of this winter city anywhere? Yeah, as you you start to travel, um, and it seems like time has gone a bit wibbly-wobbly because the sun starts coming up again, and it doesn't feel like it's been a full night. Oh, well, no wonder I can see. 
the sun's right there. Right. <laughs> so a gray dawn emerges. That is well, that is some serious music for oh. a gray dawn. Yep. Seriously. Uh, the peace lets us know we're in danger. Space yes, drop. I'm in danger. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you start seeing bits and pieces of blasted and ruined stonework. Mm. Um, it looks like wherever this is, it must have once been lovely, but is no more. Well, now it's lovely, but in like a terrible haunting kind of way. Yeah, it just <laughs> seems to be... It seems to be deprived of the, the vibrancy and the life of uh, of the Feywild, even the parts of the winter Feywild um, were rejoicing in their winterness. They were rejoicing in the the the, the redness of hollyberries, and they were rejoicing in the feathers of the cardinal. They were rejoicing in orange sunrises and pink sunsets. They were rejoicing in the green leaves of evergreen trees. Nope, nothing about this was ever lovely. It's all terrible. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but here, it's just, everything is gray. It's almost like the life has been sucked out of it. I look at my party members. Are we still in color, or are we in grayscale too now? Mm, you're still in color, but you're, the colors seem to be muted. Mm-hmm. Well, this will just preface. I'm sure the Shadowfell will be this, like, times ten. Um, Ross is in black and white, though. But isn't he always? Yes. Y'all better watch it. Pretty soon I'm gonna start sinking down into the swamp. Mm. Mm. Oh, not Artax! I mean, Ross! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Paige... Yes. I've got some bad news for you. What is that? The chat has deemed it fit for you to get a DM inspiration, just as we're about to go into this awful place mm-hmm. where we surely will get attacked. What? Yes. We're not going to get attacked. We're going to go and we're going to attack people. Chat. We're going to gather allies. <clears throat> There's nothing weird Winter Fae like more than kicking Shadowfell ass, so we just got to tell them where they're kicking while they're trying to bite us. Probably not very hard, so it's fine. They, their hearts aren't really in it, ultimately. Every everything here here seems okay. I mean, for certain values of okay. So as you're passing by a uh, line of crumbled pillars and uh, half destroyed walls, uh, yes, Malagar and Ross. You feel like you're being watched. Don't look now. And then Malagar will slur- sort of peek over his own shoulder. Bellwin immediately starts looking around because she's the uncool one. They're watching us. Can I tell from where, Paige? Make me a can I tell from where check. <laughs> uh, I'll give you this perception check. Yeah. Ugh. It's the whiteout. I just everything is awful here. Your eyes are frozen. Like that's just all it amounts to. Um. Wow. I'll give it a whirl. Malaga, do you see them? 
Let's let's see. I can barely open my eyes yet alone. Look for them. There. Right there. So <laughs> you notice coming up out of the snow and like creeping towards you in a in a low stance, their bellies low to the ground. You see four uh four I haven't looked at this. Four player inspirations from the chat. Thank you, As a matter of fact. No, it's just one. But still, we'll take it. Now, wait. Did these beasties see us? I mean, we're covered head to toe in In quality elven magic. In non-attunement elven magic. (laughs) Yay! That's kind. And I think Wildfire cast Pass Without Trace on us. Yeah, because that's a great druid thing to do. Y'all just aren't going to let that go, are you? I mean, once he stops casting vine balls at things. <laughs> vine balls. <laughs> vine balls. Oh my god, what is this snow that's lazily drifting through the air oh. on the map? It's wow. like some sort of awful animation. <laughs> awful? It is the winter of my discontent. <laughs> it's like someone bottled your sadness and put it in. <laughs> that's true. And that's, that's what makes it more pleasing. And now it's raining from the sky. <laughs> as opposed to uh, as opposed to you getting a coupon for camping gear at REI. Well, you what? see, Paige. Yeah, that'd be the winter of our discount tents. Oh, oh, wow. oh <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, you know what's uh, worse? Jesus. You know what's worse? Is uh, that Old So Tiger was right there with you. Oh, was uh, he? I'm so not surprised. You'll both disgust me. Uh, Alright, we're shutting this down. I love you, Old Snow the Tiger. Right, we're, we're, so, no. Here's a question. Does anybody want to buy a podcast? I've got one for sale. Uh, and the stream. And the stream. It comes with the stream. It comes with some channel of built in uh, viewer base uh, of some of the most passionate viewers I've ever <laughs> seen before. Uh, you just have to, you do have to take this DM. Please. God. Joe will work for nothing to, to keep it up technically. Hey, Ben. Yes. I got, I got some bad news for you. Uh, what? She still lives with you. Ugh. Uh, you haven't gotten rid of your wife yet. Uh. Let me also, know if you're that. No, are I'm, coming from inside the house. I'm good. J- just a quick shout out to Kurgosh to express my my awful awful discontent right now. It's summer and our house is incredibly hot. We've had the AC on and there's an air vent right beneath my computer and it blows cold air directly on me and it is the worst. So you, know, you can close the vent. I was wrapped up in a blanket. Why don't you cover the vent with something? Because uh, I can't actually re- like I have to move my desk to reach it, which is inconvenient. But it's like, but it's quickly, not so inconvenient that he's not going to bitch about it. It's quickly getting there. Bitching Thank is you. so much easier at this point. You can lean some books to read. It is there. time to set this entire house on fire and move, Joe. I'm sorry. Wow. You spent okay. all this time and effort getting the bamboo out, so. It's true. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't you just move to the, the... There's no AC there. Yeah, in the shed. Ah, to the murder house. You'd need to run electricity there so that you could join us, because otherwise 
you would have to come in to you know what this is yeah back to this game i'm sorry is page done loading yet i think we did it y'all we filled (laughs) we filled that void time real good is that Uh, i mean not quite because mr no longer grumpy pants is the wrong size but other than that oh is he he is medium size he should be Oh, I'm so sorry. Ben, that's his convenient travel size. Uh, I need to be in front of him. And other than that, we're good. You are so picky. Yeah, I am. I'm just going to remind you that you married this. I did. I did. And I have no regrets. I think the worst part about it, though, is that Ben is stealing the, the spotlight from the true hero of this game. Mr. Grumpy Pants. But he's a little bit grumpy because he's all, you know, spelt and sexy now. <laughs> he is a fey goatee right now. That's right. <laughs> Superlative. Still grumpy about it, though. Oh, I mean, I never said he wouldn't grumpy. This is entirely true. <laughs> Alright, so you see four Mallymogs keeping Torja. Ballymog! Kalima! No, Ballymog. Oh, uh, Something crazy like rolling initiative. A-L-Y emoji. Paige, can I take a free action to equip my wildfire? I'll wield him two-handed. <laughs> uh, if you have permission from wildfire. I mean, we are all about consent here on this podcast. Yes. That is for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. Woohoo! I'm ready to friend, react to this combat. Never perform a fastball special without consent. It's true. I like how we have a really tight grouping. Otherwise, we have twelve, twelve, twelve point one three, and then me at two. Mm-hmm. My brain turned off for a second. I was like, "How do I roll initiative in this game?" <laughs> I I don't know. It's been a while. Do we? Do we even? What is even happening? I don't. How, I don't how do work? Oh no! They've they've snuggled up between us. We got a twelve point one three and then a twelve eleven bad guy in our two twelves. Mm. <laughs> Oops. All right. Uh, wildfire. The four Ballymogs, realizing that they have been made. Uh, rise up out of the snow and assume a posture like they are going to run towards you. Are they assuming the position? <laughs> Excellent! I summon forth all of my fire magics. Okay. And throw it at them! Fire magics! I did it! As in a fireball? Yeah, as in a fireball! They're all they're in fireball formation, Paige. They are. Um, so... Here's my roll, Paige. I did a roll. It's a fireball. It says right there. It's on the tin. Yes. Uh, so you you focus the power to pull a fire spell out of the weave and towards them, mm-hmm. and uh, and nothing happens. What? Oh boy! Like you reach out for fire magic, and there's just not anything there. Any time now, wildfire. This happens to a lot of wizards. You shouldn't feel bad. God. I'm not charging you the slot, though. Mm. Fair enough. I mean, just like when I charge you the 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 action, you don't charge me. I think I'm charging you for the action, yes. Okay, fair enough. Well, I travel to the west and rain Galadriel, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Where is wildfire going? 
Never to be seen again. Well, I'm going to need, need the sad end of the Hulk music so I can slowly <laughs> down the road my pack on my shoulder. This is just a hurdle to overcome. I bet you can regain access to the fire magic. <laughs> Alright. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Is there a move action that makes you happy? No, not really. Not really. Okay. <laughs> Define make you happy. <laughs> Malagar. They're all lined up like that, which is just strange. You should casually fireball them. <laughs> <laughs> what if we all just casually fireball? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone but me. Aww. I'm feeling that's like that's not even a thing these days. I. Mm. Um, well, let's, uh, ooh. you know what? It's, it's well illuminated, but not quite well illuminated enough. So let's just, let's just try this. I almost never do this. Um, <laughs> I'm expecting him to do something like he does all the time now. Yes. It's no, gonna no, be, no. It's going to be, uh, the, uh, uh, moon aura. <laughs> Is he so transparent to you? Oh, God! Actually, no. I'm going to uh, Malaga is going to uh, is, is going to lift up a hand, and say "Fairy Fire," um, and, and we'll drop a, a, a cube of Fairy Fire on those for a left. Sorry, uh, yeah, the leftmost three because I think I can hit that with a twenty foot cube. Yep. Yarp. All right, I shall make you dexterity saving throws. Yarp. I yes. Am so not good. At I this. mean, the the fire of fairies will be incredibly potent in the Feywild, right? I'm gonna find out. Yep. Em- emphasis on the fairy <laughs> part, maybe. Yep. All right. Here's number one. Here's number two. Num- and here's number three. Well, you you've missed them all. I assuming that the grayed out ones are. That is correct. All right. Do they flicker to life? with a bright light that sheds light in a 30-foot radius. Doesn't really matter because it's it with the snow, it's actually quite bright now. Uh, yes. But, They're going to be outlined in a violet light. So you apparently get to choose. You do get to choose. The choice is yours! What? What? Chicken butt? Uh... There we go. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, make the most of it. Um, mm. I don't think I have a whole lot of other fae type things, even though I'm a drow. But you know. <laughs> they have been done. Did been empurpled. You done did doing? Mm. Woo, woo! All right. Anything else, Mister Maligar? Um. Well, I got does feel a little uncomfortable here, clustered up with everybody. So he's going to uh, displace. Uh, let's see, this purple box is so comforting, though. Who wants to move outside? Of it? <laughs> right. Uh, well, he'll still do it anyways. He he feels like he's really just got a giant target painted on him back there. So, uh, is this a low wall? Tell me about this wall. It is a low wall between three and five feet high at any particular point. Uh, getting over it, uh, as long as you have a strength 10 or greater, 
just uh, takes an extra five feet of movement. If your strength is not at least ten, it will take ten feet of movement to get over it. Okay, Malaga will just sort of hop, hop over it, and I'll sort of be his. Oh, if I can move him. Whenever my browser decides that I'm allowed to do things again. Oh, there we go. Now okay. he's moved. Okay. I was just fixing to check, look at your permissions, but it seems all right. Yeah, no, no, that was, I was able to move him do other things just now. I think uh, Firefox is deciding it's having a moment. Oh, Firefox, you're so silly. Yes. Um, rebooting cuddles. Right? Uh, and that's about it, because I'm, I'm not healing anybody right now. Alright, so Fairy Fire Less, Purple Ballymog, is going to move 80 feet. Are these uh, stone walls like a five foot climb over? If your strength is 10 or greater, it's an extra five feet of movement. If your strength is less than 10, it's an extra 10 feet of movement. And, and what's going on with all these sticks? Uh, those are difficult terrain. They just take double double move to go. Stick terrain. Hmm. Yes. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So it perches over a skeleton in the snow. A skeleton with the long, graceful, elongated bones of an eladrin. Hmm. Uh, and plants itself there and opens its mouth, and you can see a bright bluish light start to emanate from its mouth and nose. Oh, well. Yes. Oh, dear. No, yes. it's, it's a bear, not a deer. This is probably oh, fine. Bump. All right, so everyone within 30 feet, which I believe is a social. Uh, it looks like I can get Ross or Hewitt in the cone, so I will choose Ross. But 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 the true threat. I know it. You with the hero. Uh, it, it exhales a blast of freezing wind. Uh, I will need a dexterity saving throw. I'm just glad that it came out of that end of the bear and not the other end. Hey, hey, hey Paige. <laughs> yeah. Would you describe this as some sort of effect that I can see with my eyeballs? Yeah. <laughs> no. I sure hope so, because the way and she it's described more like it. A sneeze than a breath of wind. Excellent. I'm going to use a class ability, Ron. Oh, no! Uh, And also, I I think that's also getting uh, Goose. Yes, and it's also getting Goose. Dexterity save 15 for 23 points of damage. Half if you make the save. Alright. Is that the everyone? How much no, I haven't rolled yet. Uh, there you go. How much was it if you make the saves? So it's either 11. twenty-three or eleven. Okay. And I cast absorb element, so I half it again. Sounds good. Ooh, and then that is a good call. Coda, remember you cannot cast absorb elements because you're wearing a certain ring that already gives you resistance. Yes. So you already have that. You've already got it, you see. Yes. 
I do. I forgot that I got the cold resistance ring. Ha ha! You forgot our marriage? I did forget our marriage. How dare you? I think that makes it null and void, actually, right? If you forget nope. that it exists. Oh my God. Then... Nope. 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 Not the front of Isaac. Not the front of no banyan in anyone else. And this is your 65 hour anniversary. <laughs> that's, that's the ice anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. The ice anniversary. Malaga calls, nice. calls over the wall. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Belle, when I get you this ice cube to remember you by, our love is as fleeting as melting ice. Alright. It's especially fleeting if you keep fucking forgetting it. And also <laughs> just as terrible as melting ice. Mm, that's true. Ross, mm. now that you've had this poetic moment, it is your turn to go. Hmm. Um, alright. In that case, I'm going to instruct Goose to uh... Ooh, wait a minute. Did we get plus five from that aura, Bellin? Yeah, you did. Uh... Nope, that's only it's... 14. Shit. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> tell Goose to stay put, because I think she's in a good range. She is. And uh, I'm going to go... Uh, Paige, you know yeah. what I hate? What do you hate? I hate the cold. It's true. So... Not only that, not only that, Ross does too. <laughs> right. Throw myself <laughs> bodily across and above these uh, difficult terrain... Uh, is I can I can jump, Paige. I can jump real good. You are a jumpy lizard. And I'm going to throw myself directly into this this bear's uh, physical space with my sword. Oh, oh, rude! Super rude. Are you are you angry about this? I'm so angry, Paige. Are you mechanically angry? I am mechanically angry, Paige. Good stuff. He is mechanically um, and chemically angry. <laughs> Large. And so cold. So, and so cold. cold. He's not. He's got a ring of cold resistance on yeah, He's actually. Ross is totally fine. Mike is so cold. Right. Uh, Just by looking at this map, Mike is getting colder and angrier. Yeah. I've, I've talked True. about the cold air blowing across my physical body right now, right? It's awful. I mean, it's kind uh, of blowing up your skirt. This one is <laughs> also not uh, fairy fire. Is that right? Correct. The fairy fired ones are now purple. Well, you know what? Hmm. Are now purple. I'm going to attack it. Not opening myself up. Boom. So that's a 19 to hit on the first one. A 19 will hit. Boom. That is going to be a 15 damage. And when I hit, uh, Goose is going to to breathe out a a ball of fire that envelops my sword for an additional. Three points of fire damage. Oh, right. Uh, creature uh, gives out a howl as the fire singes and blackens some of its white fur, and uh, it looks really unhappy about that. Uh, and then I will follow through with a 28 for 11 more points of damage on that. I'm nice. Right. It, um, it. You know, you've heard its feelings, and it also is getting <laughs> mechanically angry. Ooh. I did not agree to that. Ross is contagious. McAngry! McAngry? Mm hmm. Anything else there, Big Lizard? That's gonna be it for now. 
Victor. All right. I will move up slightly, still staying within the aura, of course. I'm not crazy. And then I will take advantage of the illuminating magic of my boon companion, and I'll start putting arrows into the red bear. It's right. a service I provide. Ooh, Kriops! That's gonna hurt something. Nice. Okay, so I'm just gonna tell you this, Ron. Your target number is 15. Oh, what are uh, these 13s? Awful. You, wow. Yes, that's wow. what they are. It's awful. So you just let me know how much damage I'm taking at the end, okay? I, I did my best, Ron. I did my best. And this is how you repay me. All right. Well, my. Oh, I should have. Looked through the eye of your teeth? Yes. <laughs> Gross. Uh, Gross. Thank you. Who does such a thing? Have you tried looking through the eye of your nubbins? <laughs> All right. So let's see. How much damage? Do I do okay? So this all looks right. So I shoot a total of four arrows. The first two I shoot with great um, accuracy. Accuracy, thunk thunk, t- t- uh, forty-three total damage. Okay. And then the other two, um, I just shoot wildly into the air or something. No, you shoot them with fine <laughs> accuracy but low precision. And they both hulk Ooh. into the same brick in the in the wall. And then I regret not using my class abilities. Run! It it's like I don't even know who you are anymore. This is what happens when we we have a couple <laughs> weeks off. I mean, the Ron machine needs needs some oil. We'll just say I thought I would just hit with all my arrows and just kill it without using any spell slots. We'll say that's what I thought. Clapping. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're all telling ourselves things to make ourselves sleep tonight, so it's yeah. fine. Yep. Yeah, all right. number blue goes here and uh, tries to savage Ross. And Mog. because you've got two battle mugs on you, it has wolf tech tactics. Bear tech tactics? Bear tactics. Bear tactics. Maybe the cobalt version is what they Backpack tactics. Backpack? Yeah, they oh. can be turned to backpacks, and so therefore. I mean, they can be turned. Per- they've got a lot of skin. <laughs> right, so I'm saying. They're very angry about it. <laughs> That's what Ross is thinking. Oh, Man, there's a lot of skin on these things. Oof. Ross is like, so many. So many. <laughs> All right. Uh, Coda, does yes. 14 hit you? Uh, no. 23 hit you? Yes. Alright, so you will take uh, I need to separate out the cold damage, don't yes. I? Yeah, you do. No, also the physical damage? Yep. Yep. He wins on rounding on Actually, both. I think I'm I'm equally resistant to both of them. Well, sure, unless it's like magical damage All or right. so you have thorn damage. 21 points of a claw coming at you. So yeah. it's just slashing damage. That's just slashing damage. So that's going to be, you said 21? So that's yep. 10 points? 10 yep. points. Then you have 5 points of piercing bite damage coming at you. It's 2 points. And you have 4 points of cold damage from the bite. Also 2 points. 
It's All kind right. of amusing. One of the barbarian's strongest skills is the the math miracle of grounding down. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's uh, gorgeous. Run. It thematically makes sense given yes. how angry he is. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. angry. Mm-hmm. So angry. Another... <laughs> angry. So another Ballymog rolls up. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and it has wolf tack tactics. And it will do the same thing. tactics. He's going to be so dead before I can get to him. <laughs> I like how it was I'm more not even like... bloodied yet, Andrew. Settle, settle down. No, no, you're you're going to have plenty to heal. Don't worry. You're, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, does yeah, I will. Does hit Ross? I no, it does, it does not. All right. So you'll take seven points of slashing damage from a claw. Wait, from, from what hit? From Bellymog member green. Hit with a 20? My armor class is currently sitting at a 22. Oh Ooh. my goodness. Swoosh, swoosh, swoosh. That's right. Someone was like, when a dwarven master smith offers to make you armor, take the goddamn armor. You say yes. Mm. 5, 10, I mean, 15, I gotta say, 20, I've grown 25. accustomed to those Dorvin ways. <laughs> of course, right now it probably is crazy cold, but... I no, it feels you. fine. Feels <laughs> fine. So, this one can't quite get to you. I'm five foot shy. So, turns around, inhales a huge lungful of the frigid air, snowflakes Ooh. swirling as they're drawn into its mouth and nose and exhales a blast of cold air and ice at you. I will need a dexterity <laughs> save, DC 15, or you will take... How about a 22? Alright, you will take half of this. Well, a quarter of this. That's Whatever. a con save. Yes, that is a con save. This should oh, be a dex save. Sorry. sorry. Boom. Uh... Oh. Wow. Nailed it. Right. Nice. So you'll take half of 36 cold damage, which is 18. And then half of that, which is 9. 9. Oh, nine. He made the save and his resistance. Yep, 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 yep. And How are you doing, Ross? Heligar. Still not bloodied yet. I'm sure. Ron, you're making a face. Am I doing that wrong? No, no. I'm starting to think that despite his belly aching, this is actually Ross's element. <laughs> <laughs> we should... We should test him further uh-huh. to check. Point of inspiration to you, sir. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Hey, hey, don't, don't shite in Freuda inspiration <laughs> off of me. <laughs> okay. watch, watch me. Uh, He's warmed by the power of love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belwin. Uh, all right, so tell me about this, all this shattered wood that's between me and where I'm going. Just difficult terrain. Cool, 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 cool. And cool. also perfect kindling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Except that it's kind of wet from the snow. Yeah. Page. Uh, yes, and role playing here. Okay, yes, and you can put it on the fire. Where you find out it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, she got me. <laughs> uh, yes, and role playing. You're right, you're right. <laughs> Monstrous, just monstrous. Okay, no, no, I got this because the solution here is clearly more fire. <laughs> Wildfire. So, so I have this new flaming pick. Like, if I point the pick at it, does it just like any fire come out by chance, <laughs> or do I need to actually get over there? Uh, let me check. 
What are you lazy now? You're like, meh. I'm at all the way over there. Her patron goddess is the goddess of nobility, so it's like. Uh, okay, sure. Cast fireball. Walking is hard. DC is your safe DC. I would like to point out Belwyn doesn't even walk. She's on a mount. So they need to make a save at 17, and I need to... Define they. Including Ross. I mean, Ross and everybody that's around him. Okay. (laughs) Just wanted to know. He's ruined by the power of my love. The sweet release of warmth. (laughs) I... So Blue Bear is going to save with advantage because I have DM inspiration. Now, where's, right. now, now Ross is where you take more damage from this single fireball than all the enemy attacks so, thus far. Probably. Probably. So, I, I do want to point out, I have been in a mi- the midst of a many of fireballs, and they have never once touched my skin. Yeah, because they were done by professionals. Also, unless I now have eyes in the back of my head... <laughs> don't think this is an effect that I can see. I mean, you can... I'm like, hey, let's see if this works. So you definitely hear it. Oh, God, no! <laughs> you're not looking just one direction. You're constantly looking all At around. the four bears that are surrounding me? Yes. yes. If nothing else, because they're surrounding you, that definitely means you're... And also, you're looking for your companions to come join the fight with you, which they're definitely not going to do. I turn no, around to say, hey, there, guys, come... Bowen, are you oh gods? <laughs> well, it's thirty-one points of fire damage. Save is seventeen. Save is seventeen. Ross, so... you look back and you see a fireball coming. You're like awesome, and then you see it's not me, and you just turn sheet white. Luckily, luckily, <laughs> I, it's not you. I luckily, thought after communing with an archmage, you learned delayed blast fireball. Ah. Yeah. I have prepared for this inevitable betrayal, and at the last <laughs> second. I grab the fire with an absorbing elements and channel it into my sword. Very nice. See, I'm powering you up. There you go. There you go. It's a, functionally, it's a positive, ultimately. Oh, I, I guess that's the... That's that, your that's damage, the I guess, on that? Yeah. Uh, then I'm going to roll up over here. That was awesome. You need to be, warn me, a little bit more before you do that. Okay, let's see. <laughs> what do you mean? You took like seven points of damage. You're fine. <laughs> you deal more of that to yourself, like on a daily basis. You're not such wrong. a such a cute lovers <laughs> lovers quarrel. So cute. All right, we're running out of bears. Ballymogs are scorched, confused, no. and quite upset. Oh, huh. great. I move further up. Uh, <laughs> but I don't have action surge or anything, so just get up here and go, Woo! I'm going to get you! <laughs> All right, wildfire. So I've been thinking a lot for the last <laughs> round or so. What the heck is going on with my magic? Because uh, that's weird. Let me roll you an Arcana roll. Sure. Got an 18. I, I really want Paige to start creating like a metaphor of a big lighter. <laughs> uh, I just got to want it more. It's fine. Um, 
so you believe that by taking on that uh, the amulet that you had found in the Underdark on the the demon's altar, mm-hmm. and by using that, it was empowering your fire spells, and so that energy sort of permeated the part of your personal magic that uh, that deals with fire and empowered it. Mm-hmm. However, when you attuned to the mythal, it punted that bullshit right out. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that is its job. The demonic influence is persona non gratia. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it just simply punted it out of your magic. Mm. You, you don't get to do that anymore. So do yeah. I have any idea how I could work around this? Well, you know the mythal... Mythal's suite of powers have to do with life and growing plants and protection. After all, it does look like an oak seed. Um, An acorn. So perhaps by drawing on those elements, you might be able to use the same magic formula, but call down something other than fire. Sure. Um, Wildfire hasn't done that since his days in the Academy. (laughs) He certainly has not. Hmm, Okay. I can give this a try. Um, So I will try to cast a Scorching Fine? (laughs) I did it. I got there. Describe to me uh, colorfully what the spell looks like, what the effect is. Hmm. Okay, so um, as Wildfire kind of reaches out his hand and says the uh, incantation he has used many times for Scorching Ray, um, kind of out of the... Each of the tips of his fingers shoots kind of a, a thin vine that kind of wrap together as they kind of reach the, the kind of the halfway between him and the creature. And then the vines kind of, as they land on the creature, they begin to twist, and the vines kind of follow their way back to Wildfire's hand as he kind of, like, uh, continues the twist as they wrap around them. I like it. Alright, I gotta look up one thing. Sure. So you're rug-burning them with vines. Mm-hmm. I'm very that sounds upset. really painful. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, very yeah I mean, that's what they get that there is not an emote in Twitch that is like vines so that I can change the wildfire emote from the flames to like plants. It just doesn't exist. Well, we'll have to get one and add it to our suite of uh, sweet, sweet emotes. So, you realize that um, surely the vines will do piercing damage? Sure. But that doesn't carry the riders with it that the fire damage of a... <laughs> Uh, not Scorching Ray. Firebolt does. Sure. Uh, do you think you would have pulled over um, pulled over poison damage as if the plant was poisonous? Sure, that works for me. Okay. If there's another damage type that you feel would be more appropriate, let me know. Eh, poison, poison sounds like a good place to start for right now. Okay. That mage is poison. I do like the thought, though, that Wildfire still shouts out, Scorching vines! Mm, right! Uh. Feel the burn of acid poison damage. I'm just glad he doesn't scream out, For the vine! Uh, ignore the last one, because that was too many. 
I was gonna ask, but I figured you had a method to that. No, I was just yeah, yeah, clicking too many times was a method to my madness. Fair enough. Fair enough. Joe's just too excited. Or maybe I can I upcast it for more rays? Um I don't I think believe so. so. I can! I have cast it! I'm, oh, so I'm not a cheater! Ray. So that is Scorching Ray, not Firebolts is what it is. It is Scorching Ray, yeah. yeah. If he could cast three Firebolts in a round, like, I would just be... <laughs> okay, do the, does, do the 14 or 15 hit page? Uh, 15 is your number. Okay. Then I will point out, he can cast currently exactly zero Firebolts per round, so... I know, which is why three would be amazing. <laughs> Alright, so what's my total damage there? 18? Or oh, your, your total damage, Honey Bunches. 23. You married me. You I know. Three. Alright. <laughs> I keep saying the number like that's great. Uh, Joe, the vines impact the target and end its uh, current form on the Feywild. What does that look like? I'm sorry, repeat that question. The vines impact your target and end its current manifestation, physical manifestation on the Feywild. What does that uh, end of that? Well, I mean, like, so clearly, uh, as the uh, creature gets wrapped up in the vines and can't get away, the vines kind of begin to slowly consume the essence of the creature. That's way better than what I was going to say. Just be like, rip and tear! <laughs> the vines do uh, uh, consume the essence of the creature, and you're left with a bright little holly bush there. Aww. I'm just amazed that Joe has clearly learned nothing from the body horror lesson he got earlier. Lesson? Kink? I... Just because it's your kink doesn't mean that everyone shares it. I guess they kind of do now, though. My kink's on public to display. <laughs> uh, right. So, yes, you have a little holly bush there. Malagar. It's cheerful. It's a cheerful little holly bush. There's bright red berries. Oh, and you went muted again. Uh oh. I think that means you're now? a shot. Oh, we're here now. Balagar is going to uh, peek over the uh, the wall and, and, and sort of crook his finger at the remaining bear and go, you're about to meet your fellow's fate. Um, and uh, uh, this will be told of dead. Okay. Upon it. Oh, I thought you were going to turn into a bush. A bush! A shrubbery! <laughs> is a lovely shrubbery. Yeah, so if you give me a wisdom I mean, save. Wisdom save, yeah. I'm like, what do I do here? It's okay. It's been a while. Since I'm yes. rock and roll. How about an eight, Andrew? Today it'll fail, and uh, yes, it is. Do you do more than five points of damage? Well, it's, uh, we'll find out in just a moment. When I roll these 2d12, <gasps> it can always be a smaller number than... <laughs> Well, I don't know why the displays. Here comes there we go! Yay! Yay! That ends its physical manifestation in the Feywild at this moment. We'll see you later. Aww. I oh. take my flaming sword and I stick it down into the ice. The ice cracks. Well, that was untoward. Hopefully, that's all of them. 
Those were seated. It was rather rude that they saw us. Didn't this all this elven gear that we we're wearing, like other than saying like you know property of the Feywild, and I went to the Feywild, and all I got was this stupid cloak? Like, don't these actually work? Maybe, maybe they don't work under other Fey. Or maybe we're all practically invisible, invisible, but there's a delicious clanky goat wandering around, and that's what they were going for. Oh, that's what I need to do. I need to put my cloak on Mister Grumpy Pants. And then, wait. You should put the boots on. Wait. <laughs> I was about to say, if I put the boots on, they won't hear him coming, but they won't see me on top. <laughs> Maybe this is the crappy gear that they sell to the tourists. Mm. Mm. I knew I should. I knew that I forgot something when they were like, "Oh, there's all these free gifts." Paige, I, I wave my cape around to see if it's magical. It's still magical. <laughs> there just happened to be a big clanky goat trotting along behind you guys that was not making any attempt to be quiet. You truth. Mm. What? We listen. We have no one to blame but ourselves. Well, shall we keep going then? Surely it can't be much further. I think we'll end up keeping going next week on Feats and Fables. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to see what happens next. Next week on Feats and Fables. Ten o'clock already. Y'all, I get to sleep in for two extra hours. I don't have to be up at 5 (laughs) a.m. Well, I am happy for you. Well, that means we need to have an extra long porch slag session. It's true. Right? True. Although I might melt before the end of that. We'll see. Melt? Melt? You mean freeze? Yes. No, the the AC has gone off, and now my room is apparently a million degrees. What the hell? (laughs) I mean, Princess and the Peamunch? I was about to say, like... All right. Well, it's a little you're trying to get away without the dancing. Oh, no. We're doing oh, a no. dance porch log. Porch lag. Uh, hang on. Dance lag? Oh, no, that's porch Dance lag. Where's uh, the music? Lag. Celebrate. There we go. Yay! Oh, Snow Tiger! Mwah! I am glad we have only one brain between us, big guy. Winter Bar discount tents. Bookend with dancing. So we gotta do we gotta do some exit text, don't we? Yep. Woo! Oh, this is gonna be fun. I'm just like Put my list here. Okay. So, uh, thank you, dear listeners, for joining us on this adventure. Please Yay. and like, follow, and subscribe. We're starting to pick up some steam here, and we'd love to get more subscriptions on YouTube or what have you. Uh, thank you, chat, for your inspiration. Literally. And also figuratively, we love having you with us. I have missed you very much. And also thank you for the DM inspiration. We'd like to thank our listeners and supporters, particularly... We've Dota. got Old So Tiger, uh, Um Maxim, and... Brother Flanner. 47. Nice. And uh, again, we are still about 10 subscribers away from getting a new emote. So tell all your friends. <laughs> All of them. All of them. All of them. Please join us next Monday night on twitch.tv from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern time to see what happens next and follow us. 
Chew it with the